You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at macy's.com slash purpose yeah well spring break looks a lot different for me now oh yeah a lot calmer i'm um, like artem what hotel should we pick that has a really fun kids pool this is the nikki and Bree show welcome back everyone to another episode of the nikki and Bree show nikki it is spring break it's spring break so i say we pop those tequila bottles well, I will actually say this. It's like the last week of all the spring breaks. Yeah, because I was going to say, I'm on spring break while we're recording this. But then when this drops, you're on spring break. I can't believe we're on different spring breaks. But And I feel like last week I was out doing stuff and other people were on spring break. It's one Spring break's one of those things where it's like spring month. Well, Bray, I have a question for you. What? What is a memory you can remember most at one of the spring breaks you went to when you were younger? Wow. Even if it's cringe, girl. Even if it's cringe. So even if it's like one of those embarrassing Mexico trips or I actually I'm trying to think of like you go first. I'm trying to so, think of spring break. I will say that starting to go to spring break our senior year, which I mean, I get we were 18, but I can't Where'd believe we, mom, we went to Mexico. In oh, Sin- my, not, oh, my gosh. I remember that. Trip. Yes. What was where? Puerto Rocky Point. Yeah. Rocky Point, Mexico. Porto Penasca. Porto Penasca. Oh, look at us. It's just Whatever. supposed to be like easy. I feel like because I'm like so obsessed with the French, my sometimes my Spanish starts to sound like I have a French accent. No, you didn't sound French at all. Okay, good. So I will never sadly let Mateo go to spring break like that by himself because what I witnessed as an 18-year-old, if I was terrified, then that means it was very terrifying. I feel- Stuff I saw yeah. that you saw- yeah. And the drinking's just out of control. Well, the drinking's out of control because, you and know, it's here in America, we liquor. don't start drinking at 18. We're 21 and older. So people are going like senior year and, and in college and they just go to Mexico and they get wild. At least when we were younger, I don't know how it is now. And it was shot after shot after oh my shot. Gosh. And then I was just seeing a lot of sexual things that I was like, yeah, I think that's pretty inappropriate. Maybe you guys shouldn't be doing that in public. So I remember that, but I remember that was, I think, the first time I got in a fight with a guy physically. 
Do you remember when? that fight when we were walking? Oh, yes. Some guy walked up, a group of oh them. Gosh. And I was actually talking to a military boy. And then it was all of his girls. And then this guy walks up and slaps our friend's ass so hard. And oh I turn gosh, around I and I that. was like, what the fuck? And launch this dude. <laughs> and you sent me, him back to the US. I did. I like <laughs> launched him so hard. And he was like, what the F? And came after me. And then all of his friends jumped in. So because I was talking to this military boy, then he wanted to protect me. And then he got jumped. But I was like, well, I'm not going to let him get jumped. So I jumped in and he and I were taking on like six guys. Do you remember this? Oh my gosh. And I, I got hit so hard in the face by a guy. And it almost, do you remember? It looked like a golf ball hanging from my eye. Remember on this part? Yeah. I can't believe I forgot about I that. Know, yeah. But you know what? You went and took a tequila shot after. Yeah. <laughs> I went and party because I was damn proud of myself and also showing those guys like you do not touch a girl. And how stupid that can also be of me. But then people mainly fought with fists and didn't have other objects all the time with them, like guns or knives. Like I felt worse actually than for the military guy who got jumped so bad. But, you know, I went in to help protect him and try to do what I can. But I just remember getting punched so hard and falling to the ground. And then being like, you douche, like seriously, like that's all you got. Cause you know, my mouth, like. Right. Well, and it's really crazy. Cause I feel like when you're in your teens, like nothing bad is going right. to happen to you, but yet we put ourselves in these crazy situations. That's why I like pray so hard for my kids. I know. And I'm just going to be dead honest. Like with Birdie, she asked me, I'm just going to be dead honest. Listen, you go to another country, you get smashed. You have no one looking over you. Trouble's going to come. Right. And that's just like other people from another country that come into America when you just don't know your environment. And it's also when it's just the different drinking ages. I realized at a very young age, I was full on like women empowerment, feminist, <laughs> like just because you have a dick doesn't mean you're better than me or stronger or whatever. Oh, I yeah. just, yeah. You showed him. I showed him. You showed him. He's like, I showed her. Yeah, be proud. <laughs> <laughs> but I was. Spring breaks, wild it and crazy. It is so wild. MTV times, though, were fun times. I mean, San I Diego, even. Do you, we did San Diego MTV, we did San right? The Wave House. Oh, did we? I mean. Yeah. I do not know why my brain well, does not work. I so blocked out a lot of spring breaks I do for some have reason. One story of someone. So Jamie and I remember who were we hanging out with in Miami in spring break? I really hit up a lot of the fun places for spring break. I went one year in college to Miami. Sway from MTV. Remember the MTV days? Oh yeah, that's with serious. Right. Yeah, that's when he interviewed me. But look at you partied in Miami with Sway. I know. I got yeah. I literally, he's interviewed me before. And the whole time he was interviewing me, I was like, I want to tell him so bad that like, hey, um, we partied when I was like 20 in Miami. Oh gosh. <laughs> but I decided Don't tell not him. to. You might freak out. But that's funny. It wasn't bad. It was, I mean, all fun. Nothing happened well, with any of us. We all just partied. By and that's the crazy thing too, is that you're partying, having fun. And half the people who sneak in there are underage. Actually, just... wait, no, I was 21. Were you? Yeah. I was 21. Yeah. Well- Spring break looks a lot different for me now. Oh, yeah. A lot calmer. Um, I'm like, Artem, what hotel should we pick that has a really fun kids pool? <laughs> well, and I feel like, too, like, spring break, it's kind of, like, nice just to take a break from the daily hustle of school and yeah. fast mornings right. and just driving everywhere. It's almost like it's a luxury to just stay home and just relax. Right. Oh, I mean, for sure. 
actually, by the time the show drops, you guys will all know the new surprise. So I finally have my long hair back in. And as Brie knows, I've been craving my long hair craving for quite it. some time. I knew I already had to go to LA for that. So I was like, Arden, let's just, let's do something like a little fun for Mateo. So let's see. That's nice. It feels, yeah, it's going to be a fun little family vacate, quick flight, which I liked. Quick flight. Quick flight. We know the place, not far from the airport. It's amazing. Great pool. Good gardens, great food. That sounds like spring break to me now. Me I mean, too. I'll be skiing <laughs> and I'll be trying to stay warm. You're going to be freezing. I'm going to be freezing, but it's fun. And Any now fun that activities? I love skiing. Well, skiing. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Skiing, sledding, build a snowman, put a little bikini on him. Oh, and that'd be awesome. Sunglasses, spring sunglasses, break, try snowman. Try to get like a, put an umbrella. Like give where him you a, would put like a flower in your hair. And give do. him a margarita. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might do that. So I look at spring break different now. And I kind of want my kids to look at it like that too. Like, uh, it will always be a skiing trip. So you don't have to go get half naked somewhere without me. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> mind like when Mateo's older to like do Hawaii or something. That oh, always seems like a yeah. fun spring break. Well, but that's a long Snooty flight. little trip. Oh, no, but really? I agree. Hey, a lot of people do Hawaii. Brian and I actually almost thought about going to Hawaii. We were like... Really thinking about it, but it's hard with his travel right now with everything. And we almost were like, should we do the Disney Resort? I think it's on, it's on the main island, I think. I think with all the rain and everything, I feel like everyone, I feel actually like an East Coaster. I'm like, I need sunshine, but we finally have it. I but I was like, sunshine. yeah, I want to just get really hot right now. Like I want to sweat. Be careful what you ask for. No, I know because I'm going to, the I'm summer's going to cool come. still being chilly because I know what's to come. I know, but I get why East Coasters now are always flying to the Bahamas or like somewhere right. beachy well, for the winter time. I think that's why I wanted to get to LA because I knew that they were having perfect weather like sunny it's supposed to be like almost 80 degrees but perfect so that's why I was like I need some vitamin d for like a good eight hours you know yes. on my body yes well it was funny because yesterday it was like oh the sun's out I'm gonna go walking in my short sleeve shirt and then I started shivering and I had to turn around and like go get my jacket I was like oh I kind of thought maybe it cold it was freezing yesterday the sun it was did. out but it was freezing cold but yes, so happy spring break. I hope everyone's had safe ones and great ones. But, you know, it's kind of fun because Nikki and I, we've been doing a lot of brainstorming, thinking about our new fandom name. Yeah. We have literally, her and I go back and forth and we've heard all your voicemails and seen the polls and what everyone wants. And people come up with some really great names. Great names. But we kind of feel like we, we so, brought it down to the one we feel like yes. is and you right. Know, this is the thing is... Brianna are fortunate enough that we get to do, you know, our outdoor workouts within the vines. So we were running in the vineyards and we were chatting about this because we were like, well, what sticks with us? And like, right. what feels the best? So we, we started talking about Garcia gang, right? You know, being the Garcia twins should be the Garcia gang. And for some reason that wasn't sticking. With wasn't us. sticking. There wasn't like a fire in our bodies going off like, oh, okay, it's really cute. And I like it. And I think there'll be some good moments for that, but not for like, the I didn't fall in love name. with it. Yeah. Right. Like I kept going just, I'm like, I want to feel 100% like, yes. Yes. And then we were talking about the G squad and we're like, oh, it's so cool. And then I don't know if we're just like, our minds go in the gutter. Like but- I, I, they do. <laughs> I'm like, is it sound like G spot? Like, are we, you know, but does that fit us maybe? And well, I'm a very visual person. Yeah. So I kept hearing G Squad and I'm just like, 
if people knew what I'm visualizing in my head right now, it's just, <laughs> well, it's not even PG 13. It's, and I'm like, I don't know if I could call everyone the G squad, but I do think there'll be a moment for that. Like I could already see like this commercial plane and they're like G spot. You're like G squad, G spot. And then, you know, there's something there. We were like, okay, this is not it. Right. There was the Garcia army. Yes. Which we liked. Bonita fam, which Bonita fam over at Bonita, Bonita, we always say Bonita fam. And then we saw Bonita army and then Brie and I, that we both lit up and we're, so we started to talk about this on our walk and we were just like, you know, we were the Bella army for so long and we've always been proud to be Mexican Italian. And Bella has always represented that Italian side. And when we got to rename our wine company, we did Bonita, Bonita, and it was to really honor our Latin side. And so we, you know, Bonita Bonita was a big part of that. And, you know, we have the two Bonitas because Brie and I, so two Latinas. And, and we have this whole cool thing that we'll dive into about Bonita Bonita of what it represents. So then we were like, you know what? We've been our Italian side for s- almost 17 years. Let's represent our Hispanic side. And so we're like Bonita Army. Like here, Brie and I in our next chapter... We are building this empire in wine and we want to be a force to be reckoned with, which we've created a lot of chaos in an amazing way in the wine industry. And so we felt like Bonita Army, one, we've always wanted to stick with the beautiful army because to Brina, it means so many different things. Mm -hmm. But then we're like, let's now honor the Latin side in this, our Hispanic side, and let's be Bonita Army. That That is a name that no one can ever take from us. It is what we're most passionate about, the wine. Well, and I also feel like when you say Bonita Army, because Bonita means beautiful, there's so many ways that people come together. And the one thing I've always noticed about the Bella Army and what they do, and you guys are obviously still the same people, you guys always supported each other globally. Like I saw people in the UK become friends with people in the South, to the East, to the West. And It was really beautiful for me to see you guys support and protect each other online against bullies and just, you could tell, give each other confidence. And so when I hear Bonita Army, it gives me that feeling of what you all do to each other organically and it's build each other up. And so like beautiful army, it gave me goosebumps when I heard it because I was like, that's perfect because that's what everyone does organically without even realizing. Right. And we're all a part of that. And so I, that to me was like winner. Yeah. And though, right. And that's like those situations where you like trust your intuition and your gut mm-hmm. and you just know what's right. Like you feel it. So Brianna, like, okay, we're feeling this in our bodies. Yes. We're excited. And I love too, Brie, what you said, because it's so true. Like our Bella army doesn't have to become a, a gang or a squad. They could still be an army in a beautiful way, just with a different name. Exactly. And that's like our next chapter. We're still Nikki and Brie. We'll always be Nikki and Brie. And we went from being a Bella to a Garcia. Yeah. And there's something so beautiful about that. It's like nothing has ever changed about us being Mexican Italian. And it what's so amazing and we're so fortunate that in our careers and who we are as characters in the spotlight that we get to represent both of those in one lifetime of a career. For sure. And you know, it was interesting when we were talking to our life coach, Carrie, she was like, you guys are going through this change, right? Of this new brand, your new name, which is really your old name, but it feels new again. But she goes, but your fandom, they have grown with you and they're going through the change too. Yes. When she brought that up, you know, and she's like, so it's big for them. Like, they're going to have to have a name change. I remember you and I sat there and we were like, wow. We didn't think of we that. We didn't think of that. They are going through change. They're still the same, but 
they're getting a name change. Well, and I've been seeing it on social. When you grow up and you know these people for so long by their name, it's like Wonder Woman coming out, right, and saying, hey, I'm no longer Wonder Woman. Hey, I'm Gal Gadot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> meaning like, I'm no longer Wonder Woman. I'm Wonder Thunder. Or I don't know, right? Whatever. Mm. Yeah, going back to our thunderous roots. Yeah, there you go. But, That's a good spring break name. Ooh, Wonder Thunder. I want to be that Wonder person. Wonder Thunder. Here I am. Yeah, walking to every bar. please. <laughs> I probably actually did call myself that I'm after sure. a few margaritas. I'm sure breezy mode 100% did. Or after your fight, we should have called you the well, Wonder I jumped Thunder. Down like, Wonder Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been good. And I've seen it on social and I've seen just the emotional roller coaster. I've had two, but you know, ups and downs. And overall, it's very positive. Like, I can't tell you the feeling I have in life knowing that I get to own what I do next. And there's something so empowering about that, that I get to control my full narrative. Do you know what I mean? Right. And so we all just got to go through this change together and we still get to be a part of this beautiful army, this amazing group. It's great. And we've all, you know what, it's, it's already been over a month and I feel already like situated and everything we're doing, but finally we are, we're giving the name because it's crazy. Like once you do it, you can't go back. You can't be like psych. I mean, Kylie Jenner went back and renamed her baby. So maybe, <laughs> and sometimes uh. I think like, should I just be Brie Danielson? But I'm like, wait, shit. I already said Brie Garcia. I mean, sometimes you can go really? back, I guess. Well, at times, cause I I'm still, so proud to be. Garcia no, me too. Now. But it's because I get called Mrs. Danielson oh, now all the time by kids. And like, it's just interesting. Yeah. But I, I could pull a Kylie Jenner for sure. If I wanted to, you could do whatever you damn want. Brie. Yeah. And actually what would be great is like changing the name again and no one gets to know it, you know, like give it a couple months. <laughs> They're like, Oh, I'm she's gonna, at it again. Uh, get pulling a so, page out of Kylie's playbook but no I think finally we we're at a place where we feel like this is it this is it we're the Garcia twins yep and we are the leaders of the Bonita army there you go I, I like, like that that sounds good <laughs> you know Bria I don't think I've ever asked you but being you know in this next chapter and it's been almost a month yes and you know we had the incredible interview last week with Brooke Shields you've done a lot of work with your life coach you now have gotten to see what the media has said as well as the fan bases and everyone on social media. How does it make you feel now being in this new chapter of your life? And what is it that you really want to accomplish as Brie Garcia and as being a part of the Garcia twins? Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because obviously you've had a harder time. I, I haven't at all, but- Mine hasn't been that hard. Not hard, but like, you know. I've had a normal, <laughs> I feel like a normal, like low points- no, for sure. For me, it's just, it's been different, but I've always been, I think, more roll with the punches and I kind of, I don't know what it is about me. I think too, I get excited for new things and I almost like chaos in a weird way. Brian and I always talk about it. Like we almost like when things can get a little out of control because you almost can't wait to see like the shit that comes out of it. It makes me laugh. And like a lot of times, even if I'm the one who looks like shit, it's like funny. I'm like, who cares? I'm fucking human. But I guess for me, it's exciting. And I actually have seen more clarity of the direction I do want to go in life. The one thing I find beautiful at the period of time I'm in in my life is slowing down. And it doesn't mean with work. It just means in general. I like being the one to take my kids to school and picking them up. I love nature and I love being in the wine business. So obviously I look at like, okay, 
where do I see myself waking up in the morning, putting my makeup on and my clothes going, right? Somewhere. And that'd be obviously our tasting room. And I do, I want to dabble into acting. I See, the thing is, is I, I love entertainment. I always have. And I feel like I'm missing that creative part of my life. So hosting is fun, but it has to be, I just want a little depth to it because sometimes I can get bored easy. So I want to be challenged. I really want something I, I was telling Brian this actually a couple of days ago. I'm so ready to get challenged to where I'm scared. I want to be scared. And my next entertainment gig, I want something to come that is like, I don't know if I can do it. I, I would like to ask myself that and then really have to try hard and really dig in deep to where I feel like I'm going to vomit and all these different feelings and then fucking do it. Mm-hmm. So I told Brian, I'm like, I think I just haven't been so challenged in a really long time, I'm ready for that scary feeling. I want butterflies in my stomach. I want that feeling like, you know, you know, that feeling. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Episode one of Barmageddon. Yeah. (laughs) Oh gosh. I was nervous for you. So I'm more clear on that type of path. And honestly, if something comes my way and I'm not feeling it, it's so weird to be in a place where I'm fine to say no. Like I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't need it. I'd rather just hang out in my garden with my kids. Or in so, the vineyards. Yeah. So I think that's a beautiful place to be, you know, and you kind of put me on the spot. So, I mean, there's probably things I'm missing, but what about you? You know, for me, and honestly, it's never for me been about the name. Like, no, ever. I, I can care less about that. I love being a Garcia. I'm so proud of being a Garcia. I've always been a Garcia. I'm so incredibly excited for the next chapter. And I have been, and I've been prepping for it. You know, I think I've been fortunate in the past almost two years where I have been challenged in ways that have pushed me beyond my limits. First, being a judge on AGT Extreme. Yeah. Getting thrown in there and getting on a panel with Simon Cowell, Travis Pastrana, being with Terry Crews. I mean, I remember my first day having the biggest butterflies. I'm listening to like a meditation that's pumping me up Mm -hmm. as I'm driving in. Because I wanted to be impressive and I wanted to be my best. And I right. also, all these contestants that were coming in doing extreme things, I wanted to give them something constructive. And then I got Barmageddon and to work with two other icons, Blake and Carson, and then getting just thrown in the hosting gig and my first day being with Gwen Stefani and Cheryl Crow. Right. I mean, <laughs> hello. I mean, hello. <laughs> and so, and then there's been a few other things. Well, so twin I've, love was really challenging too. Right. Well, because when you are hosting in the dating world, you have that one chance. It's almost like doing live TV. You're going to kill a moment if you have to re-deliver your lines. Right. Of like trying you to want- make them feel something. So you have that one chance to deliver whatever it is you need to tell them, which most of the time when you're the host walking into a house of love, they know it's not great news. No, you always look like the black cloud coming in. Yeah. They're like, oh shit, what's going to happen what next? storm's about to happen. So you always have to deliver to make sure everyone has the best reaction. Right. So it's a lot of pressure, but that actually, I, Twin Love, I have to say, made me nervous. Yeah. And that I loved that feeling. That was like good, challenging work. Right. So I've totally have been enjoying this hosting and judging work in the entertainment industry. Yeah. And so I've known for the past two years that that is definitely the direction I want, I've want. i wanted to go into and I want to continue to go into yeah. and really grow in so much. And I want the shows that I'm a part of to continue to grow. And, you know, you they can meet will. so many amazing people and they will. And then I also want to be challenged in a scripted way because yeah. everything I've done is non-scripted. And when I got into the entertainment industry at a very young age, you and I both are 
interested in it. It was because of scripted stuff, not non-scripted. So I'd love eventually to get into that. But, you know, being a full-time mom and a winemaker will always be my core. It will be my foundation now going into my next chapter. Winemaking, mom, mom first, family, God, all that will be first. And then winemaking and then all this amazing stuff in entertainment. And, you know, I think one day I really would love, but I, I think this will be older. I would like to do Broadway and that would challenge me very much. So sometimes I don't know if my brain can memorize all that now back then it could, but I've taken too many, you know, bumps in the ring. I I don't know how good you can. Yeah, I for sure. Well, I think it depends. I mean, I've always, yeah, I've always said the same. Like I think it'd be so fun to do Broadway because I think the live show is what we're used to. Yeah. See, I love live. That's why I love our podcast live shows. And you and I, by the way, doesn't that scare you? You and I will always say it. We've done three live shows and we go in there and you and I are so nervous. We're like, we don't have a script. We don't know what kind of crowd we have, but we're just going to go out there and shoot the shit. And yeah. it always is amazing. Yeah. With the podcast. You yeah. Mean. Yes. That's what always I'm saying. Nervous podcast live show. Cause you're just like, you just want people to be entertained. You want them to yes. walk away and be like, that was a really that was worth great my money. Time. Yeah. Well, that's no, why I really want to have a talk show with you too, but you and I have talked about this because we loved Dean Martin's show. We loved the variety show feels. We're a huge fan of Lucy and Ethel and their work they did as a duo. And I think that's missing. I think variety show is 100% missing. Yeah, where our, our whole, whole family, family sits down that, and yeah. they're entertained. But you know what's funny? When I was on The Real Dirty Dancing, I guess that really challenged me. Yeah, because I oh, couldn't yeah. dance. Girl, and- go to Dancing with the Stars. I'll tell you what. Well, and The Real Dirty Dancing made me nervous because I had to come out of my shell. But at the end, we had to do our whole show. It was funny when everyone came back and they were on high. And Corbin Blue was like, this is why I prefer Broadway over TV, which is interesting because think, I mean, he's always working. If it's not in movies or TV, he's on the Broadway stage. But he prefers it because of it being live and the energy and you F up, you F up. And when everyone comes back, you're just on that crazy high and like you don't know whether to cry or laugh. Yeah. Well, that's how like, I always felt wrestling. Like, especially yes, when you have those big matches, you would come yeah. back and you almost wouldn't know how to feel, cry, laugh, like what, because you don't know what you just went through. That is the addiction for me of professional wrestling because it's live. Like right. anything can happen and every crowd is different. Even in the U.S., if you're in a different, you could be in the same state in a different city and the crowd's going to be different. You just don't know what right. how people are going to react to you or how that night is or how's your chemistry with the person you have a match with what's the story so many things so I get that with Broadway because I feel like it's so similar yeah. in so it's many the thing ways about Broadway you need a, a lot of parts you need a good voice like singing I know is there any shows where you don't well of course there is well maybe but- it'd have to be a character that's known to have a bad voice and I'm sure there's a lot of characters. Sign for me that. up. Well, and that world's just, you know, it's competitive. Yeah. It's, it's a tough world. Well, but and you, you know, know, if you're listening right now, I, after this, write down like what would challenge you? And like we all should make it a part of our bucket list. Put on there what will scare us so much. Give us like those crazy like feelings in our stomach, almost make us vomit right. in a good way. Because I know people um, are terrified of public speaking or even like, you know, it's a uh, real estate license that walking into that test and then failing by one question and having to retake it. But then once I, I got my real estate license, I felt so accomplished. It was the greatest feeling ever. Well, and even at <laughs> church, a lot of um, different parishioners have been going up and giving the scripture, you know? Yeah. 
Like he's been asking different people. And one of my good friends was asked and how to do it. And I was like thinking to myself, I hope he doesn't ask me because I think I would say no. I think I'd be nervous to like go up and give the scripture. No, not preach. Like I wouldn't give the sermon. But oh, you know how people go up and just yes, give the scripture? Yeah. I'm like, that's actually like, it says a lot when people go up and do that. Oh yeah. One, you need to make sure you know every big word from the Bible. Cause I'm like, some of those words I would mess up and everyone's quietly staring at you. And they hear your feet walk up. Like, I'm like, do you even wear high heels? Cause you'd be so loud. <laughs> but I was like giving, like reading just scripture. And you just have to read. You don't need to have personality, nothing. But I was like, I think I would say no. I think I'd be too, ner- too really? nervous. But you gave my maid of honor speech. Yeah, well. but I was allowed to drink. Oh, well, <laughs> I got sober that juice, at church. if you know what I mean. No, and I think that's different. No, I'm made of I, honor. Yeah. But I was like, I give people credit Yeah, who actually get in front of a church and talk. Because I'm like, that's nerve-wracking. Anyone who does public speaking. Like, I don't even know if I ever want to put a TED Talk on my bucket list because I just... Really? Well, you know what it is? This is the thing. And I don't, I don't think I'm alone in this, but when I'm on the treadmill, I'm listening to my music. I am cutting the best speeches in my head, the best <laughs> promos. I'm giving myself the chills. Something I'm about just preaching out. my word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I feel like I'll have so much to say. And like when we had our last talk that we did, and I feel like long time ago, I was really good at public speaking. We went and did a few women empowerment events. And then when we recently did that event and talked, and I guess because it had to be like, everything had to be written down that I just do, but I have to be fully on the fly or I have to be fully on the paper. So then I, it just made me feel a little off. And that's why I'm like, I like going to the events when then it's more Q and A ask me. And then when I start to get my flow, I'm good. So I don't know. Ted talk kind of scares me because you have to be super prepped, but I don't know if I'm really good on being super prepped. I'm such an in the moment person. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, but I feel like the one thing is, is just, if you tell your story and like, right. I guess that's what it is. Truth, you just got to do it your way. You, yeah. You just got to do it. You worry way. about doing it any other way than your way, because then that's when it feels a little stiff and not authentic. But yeah. I feel like even, you know, because there's been some Ted talks I've seen that were a little stiff and then some more people were like hilarious. Oh, no, and, some people are amazing public yeah. speakers. I mean, you're like, you got it. Yeah. Well, so before Brie, we go into voicemails cause we have some great voicemails. And what's one more thing that you want to do in this next chapter? One more thing? Just anything. Um, By the way, it doesn't have to be in entertainment. No, I know that. Well, what's one more thing you want to do? I really got to think about it. Oh, gosh. I know, because you have to understand, I'm a daydreamer wonderless, so I think about a lot of things. Um, I would love to perform live with Artem one more time. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And not like on YouTube, like somewhere like on a show. <laughs> yeah, it has to be live, because that would be terrifying. Like, even though we, I w- definitely want to do a bunch more on YouTube. People's Choice, VMAs, like if anyone, you know, wants Gosh. something with their song. That's when I'd have a <laughs> shit ton of butterflies. And actually, I, don't know I, I really want to host. I would love to host the ESPYs and the People's Choice Award. Really? With you one day in the future. Yeah. I don't oh. know if I really care to do the ESPYs. Really? Yeah, not at all. Wow. I just assume I mean, as you being a former professional athlete that you'd love to. I know, but... I don't know. Maybe. I think I've seen people host it and it's like not fun. Oh my gosh. Sometimes it's amazing. It depends what you make it as a I host. guess that's true. I am. Um, but see mine. So mine isn't would be not entertainment. I feel like there's some countries I really want to go see and just different little things. Activist stuff I've always wanted to get into that I haven't like fully been able to do that I think would be really fun. So I guess that's like something. 
some stuff like that. Nice. Do a little vintage shopping in Italy. Get it, know. girl. <laughs> right? <laughs> I like it. But I have to say, I'm excited for these voicemails because do you remember a couple weeks ago, you asked people to call in and say where was like a weird place they got turned on? Oh my gosh, I forgot. Yes. And we got a lot of voicemails about that. The weirdest places people got turned on. So I can't wait to hear about that. So I say we get to it. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's check our answer machine and hear these voicemails. Let's do it. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form. And it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, it's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. And we actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Brian and I tried Factor Meals and they are so popular with us. And let me tell you why. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Get started today and get after your goals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. I love how these Factor meals are so quick and easy to make. In the Danielson household, the Factor meals are very popular. Let's just say my husband tried one, and now I feel like I have to protect all my other meals before he goes through them. But he and I love the fact that they're so easy to make. You know exactly what you're eating. They're healthy. You know the calorie intake. And there is no mess. Because when you have two kids and two dogs, there's always messes. So the fact that a meal doesn't have to be messy. Thank you. 
Head to factormeals.com slash twins50 and use code twins50 to get 50% off. That's code twins50 at factormeals.com slash twins50 to get 50% off. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly ship to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. My name is Nikki. I'm calling from St. Augustine, Florida, and I wanted to tell you guys about my one-night stand that I had before I got married. So it was with my best friend at the time. He's not really my friend now because of actually what happened, but we were in the middle of, you know, hooking up, doing the normal. I started to take off his pants and then realized he did not have a big enough package, so to say. The nice person I am, I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'll make it work. So we we end up having sex and whatnot. And in the middle of it, he's growing great, loving life, and looks at me and goes, are you having fun? Are you enjoying yourself? And I'm like, "Mm, no, I'm actually not. This is not. So in the middle of it, I ended up kicking him out and finishing myself. 
Thank you guys for listening. Bye. <laughs> Mickey. Wow, you go, girl. You know what? Yeah. Hey. I like you used your voice. I would have pretended. I would have said, oh, my God, I love it. It's so great. I think See, I came. I wouldn't. So, Mickey, I've done the exact same thing you've done. Oh I literally gosh. kicked a guy out in the middle of sex because I was so just grossed out. And I was like, you have to go. And we never talked again. And I would see him occasionally at the bars. But I was like you. Once you get the ick, that's it. The hard thing is, Mickey, that was your best friend. So, well, the hard but, but thing was right. Also, maybe so. where you feel comfortable to be like, yeah, this sucks. But I just want to know how you and your best friend all of a sudden were like, you know, let's let's just have sex. Sometimes they say Mr. Jose Cuervo can do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> or Jack Daniels. There's a couple people out there that kind of make that happen. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I get why you guys aren't best friends anymore. <laughs> this is Gina. I'm from Rhode Island and I'm calling for your prompts that you gave last week about getting the feels at the inopportune time, maybe. So recently my boyfriend and I did a little getaway together. Uh, we went to Disney World. We are both really busy, so we don't get a lot of time to spend together. So this was like four days together. We get to our resort, we're walking around, and he pulls me aside and he's like, babe, you have to stop touching my butt. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, this is Disney World. There are kids here. And I wasn't thinking about that at all. I was just thinking I like his butt, you know? <laughs> we don't have kids, so I guess you have to remember to keep it PG or PG-13 when you're around children but anyway just calling in i love you guys oh my gosh that's really oh, funny i love that gina disney but disney but but i you know i because I, I will be with my kids out and there's some people who show pda and even if it's maybe a little over the top i think it's great though for kids to see that in the way of like it's nice to see affection like, I think that's important. Yeah, I mean, depending on the type. But I'm, I mean, I'm like a Gina. Artem's always like, okay, Nicole, like, let's, you know, calm down. Because <laughs> I'm like, I feel like too touchy at times. But. Yeah, Brian and I are very affectionate. And if I was behind you at Disneyland with Birdie and Buddy. We wouldn't have been offended. I wouldn't have been offended sure at there you was some. grabbing your man's butt. I love it. Yeah. I love it, Gina. Grab your man's booty. Yeah, let's I just mean. go to the next question. <laughs> Hey, Nikki. Hey, Brie. This is Stephanie from Jersey. I'm calling because I'm listening to your podcast, and I just wanted to call with a funny sex story. So this is when me and my now husband were dating. We were in our early 20s, so still living at home with our parents. And I used to um, climb through his window in his house so his parents wouldn't know that I was coming over because we were trying to keep our relationship secret. And there was one day that I had climbed up through the window. We did the deed. We were just kind of hanging out after watching The Office on Netflix. And the volume on his iPad must have been a little too loud. And his mom came into his room. It was like 3 in the morning and just stared at me, shut the door, texted him, and said, she needs to go now. Oh, my so I asked him, you know, should I go out of the front door? And he said, no, climb back out the window. Oh so I had to climb back out the window, down the ladder, put the ladder back, and then send an apology letter to his mom, like, the next day. Oh. So, but we're married with baby now, so That's it all good. works out. Okay, bye. Oh, oh my I gosh. Do you have a parent story? What do you mean a parent story? Like, them walking in? No. Well, actually, I don't... <sighs> 
I, the kind of, but it, mine was a makeout session. It wasn't sex, oh, but it was oh. like, it was uncomfortable. It's the worst. I, oh, I know what you're talking about. Literally one of my boyfriends, his dad was in the hospital. And so <laughs> we decided to have sex at the house. And then literally we hear the door shut and I like looked at him and he goes, oh my gosh, is that my dad? He goes, it's my dad. Run. I just hear run. And you're butt so naked, right? I run butt naked into the dad's office and crawl underneath his desk. <laughs> <laughs> the dad, and I think. So I you think the run boyfriend was to the there. room of the person I mean, you're trying to hide from. And I want to say, I just remember I can like feel his presence not far. And all I hear is, can you please tell Nicole to put some clothes on and leave? I'll be waiting outside. Like in such a stern voice. And I was dying. I was like, Gosh, like so embarrassed. Oh, I would freak. Freak. So nope. Stephanie, I feel your pain. I wish there was a window to jump out of at that time. Yeah, well, at least you got to walk out a door. I kind of feel bad for Stephanie I know. that at I 3 a.m. she had to climb out a window. Can you imagine the feeling she had like going down yeah. the ladder? I feel bad, but how my personality is, I'd been like, no, I'm going out the door. I mean. She already knows. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love that, that's Stephanie. Great. Thank you for calling in. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Bree. Second time caller, long time listener. I'm actually the girl who called about the two-fist test. Mm -hmm. My name is Nicole. I'm calling from Southern California, and I'm here to let you know how you perfect it Ooh. or perfect what I like to say, handy-dandy, double-fisty, twisty. Oh so gosh. it's basically when you're fooling around with him and you're jacking him off with two hands. They have no idea. You're in the moment. I love that you guys are taking voicemails. I have a ton of stories for you guys. I have a great one to talk about the time when I went home with this beautiful man and flooded his master bedroom. Anyways, that's a story for another time. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I would Please die. call back and tell us that story. But I'm sitting over here. No, that's I, how I she measures. A, no, I know, but I have to admit, I've never jacked a guy off with two hands, two fists. But that's how she measures. Oh, so she doesn't do it like just for oh, fun. I see what you're she saying. does it to do the test. That's how you do the test. See, I think you and I were trying to figure <laughs> out like measuring with fist outside jeans or something. Yes. No, that I was makes thinking perfectly next, sense yeah. now. Okay. Wow. Uh, you were really trying to measure outside of jeans. That's what you were thinking. I was thinking like fist, like yeah, yeah, no. like using my hands I knew as rulers. What that she meant nakedness. Yeah, see, I was thinking like you fill the bulge and you're measuring with, I don't even the know. The bulge? It's the like. The bulge. Bulge. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that is? Brie, obviously, but oh, the okay. fact is like sometimes it's like <laughs> curled up like a tail or it's like tucked under or it's like the bulge can be in so many different ways. The fact that like you would. Sorry, say, I didn't know what a fist test was, <laughs> but now I know it's hand jobs and how many of my oh, hands man. and fingers. Yes. <laughs> For some reason, I was expecting, you know, next time I'm just, you know, bust out a ruler. Be like, let's measure. Well, there's not going to be next time you're married. Yeah. So how about that? Thank God. <laughs> I'm going to go do the double fist test to Artem and see if he's going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, my gosh. Jeez. Just kidding. Um. All right. Next voicemail. <laughs> Hi, Nikki and Bree. This is Tanya. I'm calling from San Diego. And I just wanted to know if you can make a episode of how you manifest, I know that you're really spiritual and you talk about manifestation and vision boards, but how do you, each of you manifest? How do you journal? Just curious. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Just love you guys. Bye. Oh, I love you. So Tanya, for me, Nikki, 
you know, I got advice one time because I've asked these questions and they, they said that if it feels too hard or you're trying too hard, you're not doing it correctly. And so for me, one with journaling, just journal feelings. I journal things I want. I journal emotions, whatever my day was, just journaling anything. And then I think what can start to help you manifest is to make a vision board. What do you want out of life? Family life, personal life, career, dreams, anything. And I feel like a vision board helps you manifest because you look at that vision board every morning, every night, and you're staring at the things that you really want out of life. By the way, on my vision board, I have happiness written really big. I have love myself really big. So it's just not about houses and cars and vacations or whatever. It's about things that I want to tell myself, affirmations, things I want to tell myself every day as well. So I think a vision board would be a great start for you. And it's really fun when you get started. You go somewhere where there's a lot of magazines and you just look through magazines and you buy your magazines. Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. I always would go there and I get all my magazines. I come home, I'd open up bottle wine put on some music and I would make my vision board. It was a really great time yeah. with myself. And also they have like a digital one and it's an app I have called Perfectly Happy. And so you can make a digital yeah. uh, vision board, which is really cool. I love that. One. I do that one as and well. And they give good affirmations and you can actually even uh, journal on there. A big thing for me too is also like saying it out loud, especially when you're in meditation and, and saying it with, I know this sounds crazy, but try it. But with like grace and being grateful for the things you have in the life you're living, but want it's okay to want more always. And being open and like just in that state of meditation, just ask for what you want, but always say it in a way of like a, a place from your heart that's just comes always with showing grace. gratitude. Yes, yes. So, um, but you know, we should we should bring like a professional or even our life coach on and do a whole episode on I it. I would, I would love that because we do feel like it's really important. And we, I know we like will say a lot of stuff here and there, and I'm, some people might eye roll and. Someone like you gets really into it, but I think it is something special and Hey, it's helped us on our journey and why not share those things? Right. It makes you a better person. Why not? I agree. It makes you a better And you, you feel good. And you by the feel way, good. Nicole and I love putting together vision boards. It's exciting. We're like, this is so fun. When like, you think about what it, what you want. Yeah. When you think about it at the end of the day, what is the difference between a vision board and a bucket list? It's either visually looking at the things you want out of life or writing them down. Right. I agree. Yeah. Well, that's all we have time for, for voicemails, but Nikki and I always love when you guys call in. It's, you either give us the most entertaining stories, or we love when you just ask us really yes, fun questions. keep on bringing them. Yes, so please call our voicemail hotline at 833-GARCIA-2, and Garcia is G-A-R-C-I-A-2. We always love hearing from you, and we are always checking those voicemails. Yes, and before you go, we have some inspiration affirmation for you, but first we're going to take a quick Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful, but we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in, <laughs> in our eyes. 
Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Break. All right, so I thought, Bree, this quote is just perfect for me especially right now, but for us, (laughs) not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. I love that. Who's that by? That is by Anonymous. That's amazing. You know, I love that because I feel like we do. Everyone always looks at the storms as a negative thing and like disruptive and causing chaos, but we actually don't look that, yeah, it might just clear the path clean everything away. Right. But it's true when you could look at like, why is this happening? It's like you always find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, right? You all of a sudden see like, oh my gosh, that happened because it brought me here. And when you could see that so much more, it is crazy how much clearer your path is and how you start to realize like, oh my gosh, this is my journey and I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. 
because you and I both do the work so much, I know that right now where I'm at and what I'm doing is exactly what I'm meant to do. I I 100% agree with you. And when you think about it, after every storm comes this beautiful rainbow Mm -hmm. and you needed that storm or the rain to happen for that rainbow to come. So there is always beauty. Yeah. And so, you know, when you feel like, oh, my life's over or why does this always happen to me? Or, oh, you know, all the us and the frustrations and the angers, just know that there is a reason at the end. There is beauty to come. There is a clearer way. And so just look for the signs, get through it, get your support group or whatever it is to get you through that and know that that door will be there waiting for you to open. For sure. And I feel like too, the older I've gotten, I feel like I've really loved the simple things in life. And the simple things, I mean, when my kids wake up and they run and they hug me. And right, it's those little moments in life that sometimes we take for granted that happen to us on the daily. I realize those are the things in life that I absolutely love and that mean the most to me. And sometimes I feel like storms help us kind of get right back on our path of like what's important. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, I hope you all enjoyed that episode. Thank you everyone for tuning in. And a reminder, in one week, we are going live in San Francisco. That's right. At Cobb's Comedy Club. So make sure to join us. Get your tickets. VIP is sold out. But guess what? Everything's VIP when you're with the Garcia twins. (laughs) That's right. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to laugh, drink, tell ridiculous stories, and everyone's just going to have a ball. So you're going to want to join. Yes. So until next time, everyone have a great time and an amazing week. Fight the storm, find the beauty, and can't wait to see you all Wednesday night. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC.